What is up, guys? It is your boy Tana's Eye View. This is going to be the intro for episode 15 of Tana's Eye View podcast. First of all, if you guys clicked on this, man, thank you guys so much. Uh, in this episode, we talked about a lot of news, and I was the only one recording on this episode of the pod because I couldn't get no one to it, but I'm glad I did because there was a lot of stuff I wanted to get out for my reviews and my stuff on my end. Anyway, so it was very refreshing. A lot of things we talked about in this podcast include... Uh, we talked about my Elden Ring updates, which I told you guys. I like in during the episode, you'll see it. I was like, "How many uh, hours did I play?" It was 26 hours. I've been playing 26 hours of Elden Ring. I will let you guys know how I did that. We talked about Zelda being delayed. Uh, we also talked about Overwatch 2 and my Kirby review. So I want you guys to definitely enjoy this episode. If you guys could do me the biggest of favor before we get into anything, rate this five stars. It takes two seconds, like it really does. If you guys enjoy it, man. Five stars. It helps move up the algorithm. Bring more people to the pod and more people to the community so I can give all the game news and game industry stuff and reviews and stuff that I see in my time. I view. It's a lot. It's a lot. I know. It's a lot. It's a lot going on, but it uh, it brings a lot of people to that and on this side. So if you guys could do that, I'd be absolutely blessed and thankful. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, please do me a favor as well. Like the video, sub, comment, all that good shit, man. I'm not going to try and keep you guys long, man. Enjoy episode 15 of Tana's Eye View podcast. And have a fucking banger day. All right. I'll catch you guys later. What's good, guys? It's your boy, you love Nick Tana. Um, welcome to another episode of Tana's Eye View. I love that you guys are here and, um, hopefully everybody's doing great. Hopefully you guys have been enjoying the last few episodes of the pod. It means a lot that everybody sits here and listens and all the feedback I get. Um, I'm actually doing something a little bit crazy today, man. Usually, I, uh, last few episodes, I've been having a lot of co-hosts, a lot of people coming through the pod, helping me spit opinions and talk about these newer things and these newer games that are coming out. Unfortunately, I was, I have to do it myself. Um, people have jobs, people have kids, people have things they're doing, they're working on their own content. Completely understandable. So it's going to be solo me for right now. Uh, getting past everything with the intro though, guys, uh, seriously, we reached 500 all-time downloads on Tana's Eye View podcast, so give yourselves a round of applause for that. That means the absolute world to me. I never thought that I would have such a, uh, kickback to you guys and you guys really enjoy listening to it and the feedback really shows, like I said, uh, but I want to keep this thing moving. I want to keep this thing moving. I want to keep on moving up. Uh, if you guys don't know what this podcast is about, it is about basically everything gaming, stuff that goes on in the gaming industry, my point of view on the way I see for gaming news and reviews and how I've been enjoying games that I've been playing on my side of the spectrum. So if you are into that, you this is the podcast absolutely for you. And if you gave this podcast a chance and you guys do enjoy it, if you guys could do me a favor, rate this five stars, that would mean the absolute world to me. We're on Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you love to listen to your podcast, it's probably on there. Uh, but without further ado, man, uh, like I said, I'm doing this by myself. It's okay. We're going to get rocking. I just hit the record button. I'm just basically talking, but we're going to see how we could do, how we could do. Um, I used to do these episodes by myself anyway, so I'm kind of just spinning off the top of my head, talking to you guys as if you guys were on the other side of this computer screen or speaker or wherever you guys <laughs> however you guys earbuds i don't know uh sign language however you guys listen to the podcast i mean um <laughs> however you guys consume it youtube all that good stuff uh but uh i was thinking a lot lately about the pod personally uh talking to a few of my friends and stuff like that the pod is doing very well from what i would i would assume like i'm very proud of my product and my baby and stuff like that but on the other side of it too i know there's a lot of improving i had to do uh one of the things i do want to improve is probably working on a commission to get a new album cover because i feel like a lot of people do not understand what the pod is about uh the pod has switched from uh gaming news to gaming reviews to twitch news to twitch like it kind of bounces around so <laughs> uh for the main part though like this is me as an individual my podcast a lot of people that do listen to this are big supporters of the channel 
of my streams, my YouTube, my all that, all my socials and stuff like that. I want to expand that. In order for me to expand that, I have to reach out and explain to you guys what the podcast is about, what we do here, and things I want to change. Um, but as I was saying, cover art is one of the main things. Uh, basically, I <laughs> if you guys look at it, it's literally just an eyeball with a uh, with a girl in it and a falcon. It's like a falcon eye. Like it, it represents me, but I think people who look at that don't understand that this is a gaming pod. So we're gonna make it more op. Like I don't know what the word would be. Make it more noticeable that this is a gaming pod. We talk about games in here, reviews, news. I'm repeating myself. I keep on repeating myself, and <laughs> you guys get the gyps. Um, there was something else I was I had on the top of my head about, uh, but yeah, about what we fucking talk about here. But whatever, it's gone. It's over my head. <laughs> um, but it is a representation representation on me and the games I play, in my opinion. So take that with a grain of salt every time you hear me talk about these certain games, because uh, I do go outside, I do touch grace, I uh, I do all that. So my opinions may not match up with yours, but again, it's opinions. Don't take it too seriously. Uh, but without further ado, man, let's get the pod rolling. We we rambling a little too much. We rambling. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, first thing I want to do, I want to start doing this every episode again. Uh, I'm going to be announcing the free games that you get through Xbox, PlayStation, and Epic. This is going to be a staple in the pod from now on. Your free game for Xbox, if you have uh, games with gold, you are going to be able to get Yoku's Island Express, The Inner World, um, Hydro Thunder Hurricane, and Viva Pinata Party Animals. So if you guys are willing to smack uh, pinata animals or looking at like jet skis or whatever else, that might be the month for you. Um, these are all going to start rolling out May 1st, which we are recording on May. So, uh, make sure you guys check that out, um, in the game store. Uh, what you guys are going to get with PlayStation, uh, it's like PlayStation games or PlayStation now. You guys are going to get, sorry, I'm loading it up right now. Ah, come on. You guys are going to get FIFA 22, Tribes of Midgard, and... Curse of Dead Gods. Those are going to be your PlayStation games for May. And last but not least, your free games for Epic are going to be as told. You are going to get Just Die already, which this ends May 5th. So make sure if you guys have Epic, make sure you want to get logged in and download these before May 5th. I gave you guys four days. I gave you guys four days. Uh, Paragym, which looks very weird because the way this logo looks like or this... uh, I'm going to see if I can pull it up. This uh, <laughs> this desktop icon, it looks like a foot. Like, this guy looks like a whole ass foot. And then you get Terraforming Mars. So those are going to be your, uh, your games for May. So the first thing I did want to talk about in this episode of the pod, uh, if you guys don't know already, I have been enjoying the shit out of Elden Ring. Uh, a little bit of a character development uh, talk about that. Is what I'll get into now, because I have the floor to myself. I can go ahead and use this time about how I feel about the game. So, if you guys don't know, I've been playing Elden Ring since the game came out. I played... Maybe about six hours of the game. When it first came out, not really understanding any form of, like, Dark Souls-type games. Um... For the most part, I just, like, picked a character, learned the combat, and wanted to fight everything. And that's just kind of not how Elden Ring was supposed to be played. I got really discouraged because I made a character, didn't like it, made another character. I ended up skipping to get a higher level up by going to fight the Sleeping Dragon and stuff. And even then, I still felt underpowered and just not knowing of the game. But, like, after through all that... I was like, man, this isn't the game for me. I'm going to chalk it up, not play it, and just take it as a loss. But lately, on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash you love Nick Tana, <laughs> quick little sweep, quick little promo sweep. I have been playing it back because my backlog needs to get touched on again, and a lot of people really want me to play this. And I was willing to give it another shot. I was talking to my friends. They are like, you should really just try and give it another shot. I'm like, why not, right? What's the worst that could happen? Uh, I mean, it's a fun game to get content out of. I looked up guides. I looked up what I need to be doing and stuff like that. And now that I'm fully getting an understanding of what the game's actually about, 
I have been having an absolute blast with it. Um, basically, on Elden Ring, a lot of stuff that I've been doing is I went and uh, did the Weeping Peninsula, did all that, and then I went to fight Godric, which the Godric fight was absolutely insane. <laughs> very, very good, very challenging, and just overall a good time. Like These boss fights are very, very hard, but it's very rewarding once you beat them. And that was one of the things I did love about Elden Ring and that I still love about Elden Ring is like a lot of people like say you don't really understand until it actually happens. And I personally agree because I'm sitting here and I'm like, why do you guys enjoy this? I'm sitting here getting manhandled by uh, a giant that's in a gate, not even like an hour into the game. And I'm like, do you really get satisfaction from beating that? And a lot of people say, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. Like once you figure it out and you get a real things. I was battling Godric for an hour. Do I like saying that battling an hour for a boss is very fun? No. But, like, at the end of the day, I beat him. I learned my combos. I learned what I need to do, trial and error. Uh, and it ended up being what it had to be. But that's what makes the game fun, I guess, right? <laughs> now that I'm seeing it, now that I'm seeing it, um, but yeah, I've been doing that. The Godric fights, going back, leveling my, leveling up my katana. Um, I'm rocking a katana in one hand, staff in the other hand. And I'm just kind of like magic and then katana. So I can have my distance with my magic and then I can katana with the other one. So it's been absolutely, um, it's been cool doing like your own type of build and stuff and just kind of going through the game, learning, um, Leveling up stuff, going to see all the bosses, battling all the bosses, exploring the catacombs. Because the one thing that did it, I, I really enjoyed about Elden Ring when I picked it up the first time was it's a very beautiful game. Uh, when I say beautiful, it like the world is just amazing. The open world of things, the bosses that you face are so unique and they bring a different element each time to the game. The game will not get stale. And I think a lot of problems with games nowadays is they get stale fairly fast. It's a lot of repetition. It's a lot of the same thing over and over again. But like with this, like you're battling different bosses. They have their own different abilities. You might have to use an all-out magic on this boss, but this boss might be a little too slow, so you can sit there and rush it and whatever else. You can test out different summons, different weapons. And with all that, man, it's like it's a great, great game looking at please like pleasingly looking at uh i find a lot of joy into just going and looking at bosses just because i like the way they look uh one of my personal favorite bosses is i'd have to ask Stu the exact name of it but it's where you get the moon veil katana and i've been speculating that boss because i want to get another katana for my build that i'm rocking now because i'm rocking the uchi um but i was like look studying this boss and it's literally like this giant dragon with a sword or Godric the Grafted who literally has a whole dragon hand as a arm and also a whole bunch of arms and you have um, Ranala with which I'll get to that in a second I'll get to that in a second uh, I did do that on stream too uh, but Ranala she has her own little abilities too and her staff and her spells and her boss fights and it's just it's very very like I just love looking at all the bosses and all the mini bosses and exploring and just seeing how they look and how they play but um as my Elden Ring update I'm going to continue with what all I did on stream and how far I am so you can kind of get a glimpse I'm going to do it every pod even if I do it with guests I want to update you guys on by progress um I don't have a, uh, hours played I don't have that on hand right now at this moment uh, I'll probably say it in the intro of the pod if I remember because I I could throw that in there somewhere but um for the most part man we did Godric we're exploring the lakes of uh, Lurinaria I've been saying that wrong for like the past I this podcast in the past video I recorded I've been saying it wrong um we've been doing that uh the lakes and then we did the academy and that's about where we stopped is the academy uh, but we've been through those areas and now we're going to be doing the, uh, the land of the Alban Eriks, which I love those guys as well. So that's pretty much where I'm going to be picking off next time I pick up the game, but 
these past two times of me playing the game has been absolutely like two three times I, I two three times playing the game and really getting in deep to it man i've been enjoying it i know they've been releasing patches and all this other stuff updates so i can't give you those on hand because i'm not a real like patch reader ah, take a sip of that ghost energy but the game's great i feel bad and i've been saying it for the past two pods Man, I really, uh, I really, really, really underestimated this game and didn't really think about why people had that lined up for their game of the year or their most anticipated game. Well, I was like, what does make this game, what makes this game different? And what makes this game like for the average gamer? Because a lot of us aren't really sweaty gamers. A lot of us will pick up an RPG or like, like an RPG or like an Elder Scrolls, like a those type of games, right? Or maybe your action adventure, your platformer, and play through that, and they have like difficulty set for you. A lot of times, you could battle bosses, and it'll take you like thirty minutes. It won't be that hard. Like very, very more story driven, and a lot of people have been really fighting through that difficulty and just sitting and learning and grinding and leveling up just to play this game and beat it and rightfully so because even this game being as hard as it is and being a challenge it's still a great game the side quests that come with it you also get um a bunch of different builds and items that like everybody's gonna have a different experience they give you so much very early you can do whatever you want and everybody's playthrough is 100 different so i have been loving the game I'm still going to continue to love the game. Um, I can't wait to pick it back up. I think about it. I use, usually look up guys to figure out like what direction I kind of got to go next and what my estimated level should be. I have gotten so caught off. I got so caught off, and I've been going into way too many zones that I am not ready for, man. My boy One Toe Jack, shout out to you, big dog, if you're listening, but he's been guiding me a lot of the way too. And like I've been in wells, like river wells and stuff like that. And he's like, you do not belong there. Why are you there? Just get out. Get out, bro. Like and I'm wondering like why I'm struggling and what I'm like, what I'm doing wrong. And it's it's like dog, like maybe you're just under leveled and like it's starting to get me to understand what I need to know and how I should know where I should be going and shit like that. So that's my take on it, man. Elden Ring, beautiful, love it. I'm wrong. I'm always wrong <laughs> when it comes to these games. Uh, but yeah, that's my uh, that's my take on uh, Elden Ring and how I've been enjoying it. But in other news, let's kind of get into something else, guys, because I you guys I could talk about Elden Ring all day, but let's just keep it moving. Uh, one of the things I also want to talk about is uh, on Twitter. You, um, Sega announced, or Sonic in general announced their new announcement for a game, Sonic Origins. Uh, Sonic Origins is basically gonna have Sonic 1, Sonic 2, and Sonic 3. I think there might be one more. I think it's Sonic CD, maybe. But the reason I wanted to talk about this, and I will show it on screen, this is why I like recording the pod, too. Like, if you're watching the video version, I could actually show you what's actually on my screen. Somebody... By the name of uh, at Enter Zalman, he did. <laughs> he posted this like Ubisoft ass chart of like the additions of the game, and this is very weird coming from Sega because they have five editions of the game, and not one of these editions have everything to unlock. Let me explain, bro. The standard edition, you get the main game. You get the main game if you pre-order it. But if you get the start dash pack, you get free DLC included with pre-order of standard or deluxe version. And the only thing you get out of that is 100 bonus coins, mirror mode, and a letterbox background. It's like, okay, cool. But um, if you order the digital deluxe, you don't get the 100 bonus coins or the mirror mode unlocked. It's very, very weird how they like really did these uh these packs or these like these bundles or these pre-orders. It's just very weird coming from Sonic. Like I could expect something like this from Ubisoft, but I put it in here just because I just wanted to talk my take on it. Like I just don't know. This is gonna be a forty-five dollar game. And like you can't even really unlock like the only thing you get from the digital deluxe 
is you get hard missions, which is cool. You get character animations in the main menu. I don't think a lot of people really care for that. That's not something that would really drive me into getting a game. Uh, camera controls over the main menu islands. Be kind of cool if you wanted to explore everything. I can see why you would get it for that. Uh, character animations during music islands. Like, this is stuff like, why would you pay for a digital deluxe for any of this? Like, you don't get any extra stuff with it besides maybe DLC, but you get that if you pre-order... Wait, if you get the start dash pack, you get free DLC included with pre-order of standard or deluxe. So you get the DLC if you pre-order the standard anyway. So, I mean, if you just want to get the standard, I would just pre-order that. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, it's a really short thing to kind of talk about. I just don't understand why games would go this route. Like, it seems like a very money-hungry move and not the biggest fan of it. I'm excited for Sonic Origins. Anyways, I just wish it didn't have to come to this because I'll definitely want to try the re uh, the remastered games. I think it would be fucking spectacular playing the older versions of it. So, um, oh my god, nope, that's not it. <laughs> there we go. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. Um, another news that uh been announced is Zelda Breath of the Wild two did get delayed. Uh, this is by Eddie uh, Mackunch on GameSpot. Uh, he wrote an article on this. He said, uh, Nintendo confirms the next Zelda game won't launch on time. Uh, will not launch on time in 2022. Instead, a game has been given a spring 2023 window, um, which they announced in an update video. Um, I'm not very mad about this. Uh, the way I see it is, like, I feel like a lot of these games are doing it. I mean, I'm very patient when it comes to playing these new games and stuff like that. When it comes to like Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, because I understand that COVID is a thing still. Whether you guys want to believe it or not, COVID is a thing. So when you look at it on that side of the spectrum, it's like sometimes these people aren't working as many hours as they want to, or they might be working from home still. You never know the situation. But a lot of these companies, they they crunch. They crunch too. And I'd rather them delay it, take their time. Put it back in the oven, then release a premature game that's going to stink. Especially if you're going to do Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Zelda Breath of the Wild, ever since the first Breath of the Wild drop, it has been a change in gaming. Especially for fucking Nintendo. Nintendo really puts out some mid-games, bro. I'm going to just put it like that. My Nintendo Switch has been collecting dust, bro. Collecting dust. The last game I played on that was Kirby. Which Kirby was cool. I like Kirby. I like Kirby. But... Literally, other than that, it's been collecting dust. <laughs> they aren't really putting no no great games out. So, um, but Breath of the Wild is just one of those games where, like, when every whenever a new open world game comes out, everybody knows this, especially people that explore the game industry. What is it? They it literally gets compared to BOTW every time. Breath of the Wild is is Bre is Elden Ring better than Breath of the Wild? Is it? I'll leave you guys to answer that yourselves. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> but yeah, like literally every time there's an open world game, it's like, is it better than Breath of the Wild? That is the standard when it comes to that game. So I am 100% fine with that getting pushed back only because I want that game to be the best at its ability. I'm not really mad. I, I can understand why Zelda fans would be mad, but like, come on, man. There's plenty of games you could go out and play. We don't need Breath of the Wild 2 at the moment. Let me get a sip of this drink real quick. So, um, I, w I think there was something I wanted to touch about on this um, this article. I think it said, uh, there's a quote that says, for those, for those of you who have been looking forward to a release this year, we apologize. The adventure in the sequel will take place not just on ground as in previous game, but also in the skies above. However, the expanded world goes beyond that. And there will be an even wider variety of features you can enjoy, including new encounters and new gameplay elements. They said the delay was necessary to make sure the game's experience is something, in quote, special. Uh, for players, the entire development team has continued to work diligently on the game. So like they said, they're delaying it. They want to make sure they get it out to make sure they have a finished product for you, the consumer. So I'm not mad about that. I want it to come out perfectly. And to be honest, like, I think... I could, I can, and a lot of people can assume, unless God of War really puts out a absolute 
game changer of a game. I think Elden Ring will probably win game of the year. I think even if God of War does put out a game this year, it could be very good. I think it would still lose. I think Elden Ring just changed gaming for this year. This was like an early game release that just came out and it it was a movement. It was a movement. I keep I feel like I keep on saying the same words over and over again, but literally it got so many people into these type of styles of games and so many people to try it including myself i play a lot of games but i never thought i would catch myself playing a dark souls game or enjoying a dark souls game the only other dark souls game i played was sakuro that shit was hard <laughs> that shit was hard but it also makes you like after Elden Ring, want to go back and play some of them or give them a shot oh uh, that's that that's that a type of effect um so i think also zelda could be pushing it back for that reason or nintendo uh, they could be pushing it back for that. Um, they also have another quote here. As for why we're holding back on the name, you'll have to just stay tuned. Obviously, Zelda names are kind of important. Um, those subtitles, they give, they start to give little bits of hints about maybe what's going to happen. So there's not even a, uh, a full name yet for it for that reason. Which, I mean, you guys do be speculating. Uh, but yeah. And uh, also in other news, while I'm here, I'm scrolling down to Eddie also wrote this article that's saying that Mario movie did get delayed. Do not care. <laughs> I don't know if you do care or not, but I'm sorry. We don't care. We do not care, bro. I You could put that back in the oven and you could turn that to, uh, to a crisp for all I care. Um, it was set to debut on December 21st, 2022. The anime feature is now slated to release in April 2023. The, fi- the film will debut on April 7th, 2023 in North America before coming to Nintendo's home country of Japan on April 28, 2023. Nintendo's uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, that might, I might be saying that wrong, set up the delay. My deepest apologies, but I promise it will be worth the wait. Oh, yeah. I promise, bro, I'm going to be in line with my popcorn. I promise that. Uh, the film is in the works uh, at Despicable Me and Minion Studio. Um, and, yeah, basically that's it. But that got delayed, too. Uh, let me know in the comments what your guys' thoughts about that. I could care less. I know a lot of people really wanted to see that. Like, I was in my boy um, I was in my boy Trips chat and uh, my boy Groovy J. Shout out to him. He was talking about it and he was. Uh, <laughs> they give him shit because he's super hype about the movie. Personally, it's not gonna be something that I go and see. Um, maybe if my friends really want to go see it, I'll check it out. Or maybe for the podcast, I'll go check it out for you guys. But I mean, other than that, man, I, I think I might have to sit and pass on that. <laughs> um, a few other things I do want to get into. Um, obviously, by the time of this recording, the Overwatch 2 has Overwatch 2 beta has came out, and it did absolute numbers on Twitch when I saw it when it first came out. It did about a million on Twitch uh, viewers at one point. Like, obviously, those numbers are going to be really high when you think of a game because uh, the way that th- those type of things work is. You have to watch a stream to get a code. So a lot of people were just trying to watch so they could play Overwatch 2 early. Let me get a sip of this. But it did come out. I personally did not get a beta key, which I don't understand because they should know who I am, man. Nah, I'm kidding. That sounds egocentric as fuck. They should know who I am, all right? I am Nick Tana. I, that was the first game I ever streamed was Overwatch. I've been through the silver lobbies, the gold lobbies, all right? The diva slander. I've been through it all. But I didn't get a code. Uh, it was email only, so you had to go to blizzard.com, sign up for the beta. They send you out an email, and the way that works is if you get the email, you get, uh, get invited to the beta. But if you don't, they made it to where you could watch any streamer that has code drops, watch that for four hours. You also get a code as well. I didn't end up doing it. It's not something I was like super excited about. I'm just kind of over the keyboard worries in Overwatch. And to be honest, this is another thing that we're, we're going to talk about with Overwatch 2. Enough about me. Enough about me. Anyway, sorry. Enough about me. About Overwatch 2. This is what this is about. Uh, it did come out. Um, a lot of, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews, but based on what I'm seeing, it's basically just a polished version 
Which that also scares me because we should have known in general that it was going to be a more polished version. Like, yeah, there's a lot of heroes that got reworked. There's a few different maps. There's like maybe one or two new characters. Like, I know Doomfist got switched to tank. I know there's a new DPS character and stuff. But like, a lot of people were very upset and called it an L because it's the same game. Which I pretty much off the top of my head thought everybody knew that it was going to be a polished version of the game. So I came in like very, very low expectations. Overwatch is always going to be Overwatch. I'm not really a big fan of the 5v5. I never really have been. Uh, I just, I really like being two tanks. Like, I just think that was, that, I am a tank main. So I liked having two tanks and being to pair up with someone. That was my shit. Um, switching to the 5v5, I felt like it's weird. But these tanks are very, very overpowered. I know a lot of the reworks like Doomfist, Orisa, they're, absolute demonic right now in the beta um if you really care about that uh but if you guys are uh, looking for a code still you guys can make sure you guys check out twitch let me actually log into twitch and see if you guys can get a uh, code still um <clears throat> i just don't want to give you guys false information while we are uh while we are live Okay, so I think drops are still live because this streamer has exclamation point drops, but I'm not seeing anybody else with it. I it might be might be wrong actually. I mean, I don't think there is drops. I'm seeing not a lot of drops. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Nah, I don't think I'm seeing any drops. Um, so it might have been for a little bit. I don't know, but regardless of the fact, if you guys are interested in Overwatch 2, it's out. Uh, be on the lookout for that if that is something you want to play. Um, oh, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about. I'm pretty sure off the top of my head, it's a $60 game, which, why are we doing this, Blizzard? Like, I mean, out of, out of, like, out of seriousness, this game doesn't need to be $60. It needs to be maybe $40 at most. All right, if you have Overwatch 1, just give it to them. Just give it to them for free. Just make, like, a very big update. Like, I understand, like, how, like, it worked for, like, Destiny because there was Destiny 1 they came up with Destiny 2 and they're kind of been riding with that for a long time. That's kind of how I feel it is. They're just kind of changing the game and changing how people think of Overwatch. That's the only reason there is an Overwatch 2. But at the same time, 60 bones for this game? <sighs> it's a tough penny. Can't bitch, though. I mean, like, if I'm... I'll, I'm probably going to pay it, but I mean, it sucks just because uh, the only thing it is is polished up and it has a story mode. But like I said, expected that. I expected that type of news to come out. So um, it feels absolutely familiar. Um, so, yeah, that's about uh, Overwatch 2. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, another thing that I had on my show notes was I have Warner Brothers Discovery being shopped around. So if you don't know what Warner Brothers Discovery is, they have they do like the Arkham Asylum games, Mortal Kombat. They're looking for someone to shop around and buy them as a uh, as a company. So they are looking to get bought out. Uh, a lot of people that are looking to buy them right now is EA, Take Two, Microsoft, Sony, Tencent. NetTees and PUBG plus Xbox and PlayStation are involved in that. So we're going to see how that plays out. Honestly, these are, I don't know what this dude's sources is. Um he said he couldn't get an uh this was the tweet. It's by Imran Z O M G Zong Zong. He said I couldn't get enough confirmation to actually write a post about it, but hearing a decent bit of chatter this week about uh, Warner Brothers Discovery shopping their name, their game development studios around. So, um, if you are a big fan of the Arkham Asylum games or Mortal Kombat, just be on the lookout for that. Um, that's about as much information I could give you guys. I don't really know a bunch of insight on where they would go, but it's up there. Um, he said that um, it could be Microsoft, um, but I don't know, man. I'm not in the industry. I can't tell you. <laughs> um... I'm going to probably keep this pod a little short uh, just because it's on the, it's just me talking today. And, um, but I have one more thing I do want to talk about. Like I did say, I did end up playing Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. 
Um, I did a whole Let's Play on it. You guys can find that on my YouTube um, if you guys want to check out that. But I want to kind of do a review and kind of talk about the game for a little bit while we're just sitting here. I'm going to do a full video on it as well. Uh, I'm basically going to talk about my pros and the cons of the game. Um, how I felt could approve if I want to play the next one and my experience with it. So, um, But I plan on doing a more planned out video on my YouTube just right now to hold you guys over. Let me give you guys this. Basically, I played Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I bought it day one, and um, which that really doesn't matter. <laughs> I just be saying shit that just don't matter, I feel like. But I played it, and I played on the hardest difficulty, which is normal. They give you two infer they give you two game modes when you load up the game. They give you normal, and they give you very easy. There's only two two types you can play. Normal is still very, very easy. Um so and it's basically about Kirby. He's going through and he's saving the Waddle Dees. You go from location to location to location. Each location has their own individual stages where you go through and you say Waddle Dees. And the way the way you could do that is basically it will show you on the bottom right of your screen. And it has Waddle Dees that pop up and like they're like silhouettes. And then you basically gotta go through the game, find them, and then Find them and then complete the level. Uh, the more mo the more Waddle Dees you find, the higher grade that you get. Uh, basically, like you just want to find them all. If you can't, you can still beat the game if you don't find all the Waddle Dees. But uh, basically, you want to get enough Waddle Dees to battle the boss. There's a boss at, a at the end of every location. You battle the boss and then move on to the next location. Uh, the first positive I will say about the game is it's fun. Uh, it's not a very, after playing games like Elden Ring, playing more harder games like Tunic, um, it's very fun. It's very easy. Like, I didn't have to sweat my absolute ass off playing this game. It was more of just like, you pick up the controller, you're platforming, you're walking around, you're solving puzzles, you're turning into a vending machine, you're turning into a car, you're turning into a light bulb. And it's very fun. The music is very uplifting. The world could be very beautiful at some times. Like Waddle D Town is absolutely amazing, especially when you get more and more Waddle D and you're just building the community. Um, but like, it's very nice. They got like fishing mini games. It's very fun. It's very, very fun, very nice, attracting, charming game. I don't like to use the word charming a lot, but it is very charming of a game. Just because everything, I mean, you're a pink ball with little fucking feet. It, <laughs> it's adorable. And you basically, you can change your abilities by sucking up, pause, um, different types of characters and getting different types of abilities. Like in the game, you could get abilities such as like... Uh, like I've had abilities where I could shoot out fire or that I could throw bombs or that I could shoot out ice. There's a bunch of different types of abilities in the game and they always are used to like used for certain platforms too. So there's that. Um, I think it is very fun, very charming, very easy, more of a kickback time than versus like you're like you're stressing Oh, this is way too hard. Um, like you're not. You won't take more than like ten minutes on a boss. You won't take more than like ten minutes on a level. It's very short, very quick to the point. But the also thing I do like about it is they do throw in a little bit of a challenge because at the end, I'm not gonna spoil anything. The last boss was a pain in the ass. But I kind of like that because it was a challenge, but it was also fun and rewarding once you beat it. And then the post game afterwards is also very fun because the post game you get extra levels and like basically you'll do one giant level of each location and then you battle the boss at the end and the boss is very hard too. Um, so there's that. Uh, I guess a con I could say about the game is this is me being very I didn't I didn't write any of this down by the way I'm kind of just going off the head. One of the cons I can say about the game is basically like I didn't like the level planning, if that makes sense. I was kind of going into hoping more of like a Mario Odyssey type vibe where you have one location and it's open world 
and that you uh, you explore just one world. It's more of like stages in Kirby, which I can understand where a lot of people would like that more than the open world because it's like you could get through the game very quick versus like if you have that open world feeling, you will get lost trying to explore the whole huge land. Uh, but I feel like that's something they missed an opportunity on, especially with a game like this where you're finding Waddle Dees and you're trying to go through like puzzles anyway. You could just kind of like explore the one thing instead of doing one whole stage and then going to the next one and doing a whole nother stage. Um, that's just like, that's like a nitpicking thing. Um, but I really was kind of hoping for that Mario Odyssey type build. I'm not mad at them for doing the stages because. I know the other Kirby games did that, and I've never played another Kirby game. This was my first Kirby game, so seeing the other older Kirby games and it doing that, I can understand. But um, that's that. Um, I guess another con I could say was like, I don't think this. There's no really story that matters in my eyes. I I mean, a lot of people may disagree or agree to disagree. It's the story really isn't there. Um, there's not like a dead set story in the game. You're just going from beginning stage to end stage, beginning stage to end stage. There's like a few cutscenes, like your little companion, blue companion with the uh, the elf, whatever, the ears, and it's like she gets captured up, and you're like, okay, well. <laughs> That that's part of like the story, but they don't really like go in depth to what the game is exactly about. You know, there's no really story to it. It's just like when I say it is literally fun and just going from beginning to end. Sorry, somebody's driving their motorcycle from beginning to end. That's that's it. That's it. So I mean, there's no story. So if you're really looking for that type of story game and trying to like read dialogues and shit like that, you're not gonna get that here. Uh, I don't think there's any voice acting in the game. It's just basically them, like, facial expressions and shit. I, I think, like, they, like, go, like, they use voice. Not, like, actual voices, but there is, like, shit that comes up. Like, one of the uh, characters in the game will, like, talk. But it's like a, uh, like how Pokemon is. So there's that. Um, let me adjust my hat real quick and stretch. Uh, sorry about that. Woo, fix my hair. <laughs> um, one of the other things I could say that's a positive about the game that I did like is they let you do a little bit more. Uh, when I say they let you do a little bit more than just the actual game, it's like you go back to Waddle D Town and you could do like fishing mini games. They have, um, they have like a maze mini game, and those are actually pretty hard. Um, <laughs> I was struggling with the maze and the fishing one for a little bit. I like how they had like little fun mini games that was outside of the actual stages. So that's cool. Um, just something for you to do other than just grinding stages. And um, another thing I could say that's a positive. Uh, you know what? No, it's a negative. It's a positive and a negative. I guess you could put it down under both, and I'll get into that right now. Is the one of the things I can say are the Waddle Dee are actually very, very hard to find. Uh, and, which this is where it becomes to be a negative, right? I get that they want it to be secret Waddle Dee, and you're not supposed to know how to get all of them, but you can't even make an attempt first stage to get them. Completionists are gonna have like a little bit of a rougher time. I feel like you gotta beat the game, and then once or when you beat a stage, it will tell you what wa how many Waddle D you missed and uh, how many Waddle D you missed and what you had to do to get them. And then you're like, "Damn, that sucks." Me, I'm not going through and playing another stage of Kirby, man. I beat the stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna sit there and find. I don't know what you get from finding all the Waddle D, and I'm never gonna find out. I really could care less about finding all of them. I wanted to complete the game for what the game was. But it's also that point is like completionists, they're going to have to go back and play these stages to find the Waddle Dee just because they missed a lot of them. So completionists are just going to have to, that's pretty much the replay part of it. You got to go back and do it. But once you figure out, like, it's not like it's super hard. Like, some of them will be like, knock over three wanted signs. If you knock over three wanted signs, then you get the secret Waddle Dee. And it's like, bro, I could have been doing that if I didn't know. Or it's like, don't take a hit when you're in a secret area. 
it's one of those type of things where it's like, especially if you want to make sure you want to try and find all the Waddle D, first try, you're going to have to fucking explore that stage as much as possible. To check every nook and cranny. You're, th- you're treating that thing as Elden Ring because you're going back. You're checking the left side. You're checking the right side. Oh, I'm going to go through this door. But first, I'm going to make sure I go back and check this corner. Beat all the bosses because you never know what's going to open up. And... Like it's that take it take that for what it is, but like honestly, like I wish it would have been like at least give people a little bit of an in, like a little bit of like a leading way to do that. Um, but I mean, honestly, they already made the game as easy as it fucking possibly was. So why tell people where all the waddle D's are? Because that just misses the point of the game. So take that. It's how you guys see it, but. Know what I'm saying? Uh, I had something on the top of my head. Uh, negative, negative. Uh, Stu calls me out on this one a lot. Uh, a lot of people do. Uh, when I load up games, I don't really check controller guides. Like I don't look at the controller. Like I don't look at the controls to see what I can and can't do. Kirby didn't really do a great job on telling you how to dodge. There's a mechanic in the game, which it's very helpful for boss fights, especially the final boss is like, I had to wait for my boy when shout out to you when, when, when came into my chat and he was like, Oh, you could hold the roll button. And if you time it right and go left, right, whatever, it will go slow mo. And then you could like dodge all these obstacles coming after you. Okay, that's great, but where is that in the tutorial? Like, I don't know how you figured that out, how anybody knew that was a thing. Uh, Based on my end, I just didn't know. Uh, I felt like they could have did a better job explaining the controls a little bit. Um, Again, nitpicky thing. Like, it's not like a lot. When I say negative, bro, because I'm going to give this a grade at the end, and I'll give this a grade uh, at the end of the review as well. Something like this, man, it's not like it's a bad, bad thing, right? Just me personally, like, I felt like they could have did a better job doing this. But again, this is my opinion. You guys are going to have to expect my respect my opinion. Uh, maybe you guys knew right off the grip, but I didn't. So, uh, there's that. Um, A positive, I could say, is the boss fights are very fun. Uh, they do have a little bit more extra help, but I do like how the boss fights give you the opportunity to defeat it any way you want. Uh, before every boss fight, they'll give you, it's not like perfectly like you could do whatever you want. They'll have five different types of, uh, upgrades you could do. And when I say upgrades, it's more of like those things you suck, pause, you suck up and (laughs) pause and you um you use your abilities for so like you could use either like let's say you really like the boomerang to defeat the boss you could pick that one up or you could pick up the dragon breath or you could pick up the guns or like they'll have like five certain ones and you could find a way to defeat the boss however you seem suited for you there's times i went into a boss fight couldn't beat the first time i'm like oh yeah this is why i would rather use this one instead so um i think it's very cool for that the boss fights are fun and it's a quick little positive. Um, all in all, man, I had a good time playing this game, uh, but I also felt like I wasn't super involved. I think I think if you are somebody who wants to play a fun game, don't really care for story, you just kind of want to just walk through, platform around, play a few bosses, beat this thing in 15 hours, I think this might be a game for you. Uh, but don't expect like a big story out of it. Don't expect anything like game changing out of it it's really not it's just more of like that fun uh charming game uh for that i thought about this i'd probably give it about a seven out of ten seven out of ten for me is pretty generous because like it did a lot of things right but it just didn't treat it it didn't like change anything for me it didn't like make me want to go back and it wasn't that good of a game to where I wanted to go back and find the other Waddle Dees. It didn't do a lot for me to be like, yo, I'm really big into Kirby. I'm going to go check out the other games. It was fun for the time being. Yeah, I liked sucking up, pause, a car and driving a car around in mouthful mode. Or it was also fun to maybe 
turn into a vending machine and shoot some shit and exploring uh, nooks and crannies for the time being. But other than that, man, um, I give it a 7 out of 10. That's a solid rating. It's a fun game. It's charming. It's beautiful to look at. But it didn't really do nothing for me other than that. So um, there's my take on it. But... I'll do a more in-depth review. I mean, this in this review was pretty in-depth. I I'd honestly, I might just chop this up and throw this on my YouTube, honestly, because this this review was pretty in-depth. Um, I think I did a pretty decent job with that. Uh, but again, that's how that's my take on it. You guys can take it with the way you are. But I mean, again, this is my eye view, Tana's eye view, and that's the way I review the game. Uh, is it worth the sixty bones? No, I don't think so. Uh, I would wait for it to go on sale. Like if they did a buy one, get one at Target or Amazon, or if it gets not, not marked down a little bit cheaper, but you know how Nintendo be, they be grimy with their, uh, with their, uh, their games. So you never know when that's going to happen. So it is what it is. Um, but I think with that being said, guys, I've reached the 50 minute mark <laughs> on my end of the pod. Um, and I'm probably going to have to sign it off here. I think this was a very good pod. Uh, doing it by myself is a little weird because usually I like having my co-host to bounce ideas off of. But I feel like I did a very solid job. If you guys can do me a favor and please let me know how I did. Um, if you're recording, if you guys are watching YouTube or you guys are watching this on Spotify, Apple, like giving me reviews and giving me comments or even just a message on Twitter or anything. It means the world because it helps me and figure out what I could do to improve these type of things because this is like a passion for me and a love and I know I'm not at where I need to be at but like I have the motivation and dedication to get there. Um, everybody that does say great things about the pod, seriously, thank you. I'm blessed that you guys do enjoy it but we're going to get this thing up. We're going to keep it moving, make sure we better ourselves. So make sure you let me know. If you guys could also do me a favor again, I'll – Put this in with my closing statements as well. Uh, if you guys did really enjoy, please rate it five stars. I mean, it's the it's, it takes two seconds to do, and you're really showing love, and you're really helping the algorithm if you do that to get more people into this and into my passion and uh, being able to talk about games. But um, without, without, with that being said, again, my name is Nick Tana. Um, I'm signing off. If you guys want to check me out any on any more platforms, like I said, Twitch. Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. It's all you love, Nick Tana. Uh, Twitch, I do the variety stream games, so that's where I play all my games live. Uh, on YouTube, I've been posting a lot of Elden Ring content, which has been fucking popping off, so thank you guys for that. Um, and yeah, I don't really do TikTok because I don't do dances and stuff, but um, I've been noticing my flaws a little bit, man, and we're going to upgrade and we're going to keep going and we're going to keep moving. Um, gaming is my passion, I love talking about the gaming industry. I love talking about gaming news and stuff like that. And uh, I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast to give it a chance. Uh, I am going to improve on it, though, and I'm going to find my own formula to make this work. But uh, enough of me rambling, guys. Thank you guys again for listening to Episode 15 of the Tana's Eye View Podcast. This is Nick Tana signing off, and I'm going to catch you for Episode 16 better than ever. Ever! Ever. I can't say my words. Ever, baby. Must love. Be safe. Tell someone you love them. Peace!